this morning. Um, I, I, I've heard this so clear in my head and my spirit, and, and I, I had something specific for James and Lydia. But if you're here this morning um, and there is any anything at all that is in the realm of sickness or something that's dead that you need brought back to life, whether that's a dream, whether that's a passion, whether it's an idea or a thought, today's the day for breakthrough. There is a spirit of breakthrough in this place today. And listen, don't miss an opportunity. We're family here. Amen. If this is, if there's anything at all that lines up in your life or in your thoughts, anything at all that you feel needs resurrecting again, then I want to ask you to come up front here because we want to, we want to pray for you today. We want to, we want to just do this ministry that, um, that we're called to do. If there's any kind of sickness, any kind of hurt or pain or ache or anything, a bad report that you don't, you just don't know what to do with, then come on up here with us and let us pray. Let us lay hands and just pray for you like, like the word tells us to do. If there's any hopelessness at all, if there is anything in your life that just seems like, man, I just can't or I don't know how. Sometimes when we say, I don't know how, it's a spirit of hopelessness. And the thing is, is that with we have the mind of Christ. We have access to the fullness of the Godhead in heaven above. Amen. He now lives in us. So if there's any one of those three, I'm, I'm, I just believe specifically, any kind of sickness, any kind of uh you know, something needs to be awoken up in your life again. Uh, and if there's anything at all that seems hopeless, amen. And listen, if you're worried about COVID and you don't want us to get that close and lay hands, we, we respect that fully. Uh, if that's you, then you can just stand in front of the chairs and we'll keep our six feet and we'll believe that Holy Spirit can reach out across six feet gap. Amen. There's uh, there's no shame or harm in any of that. For the rest of y'all, if, if you're not going to come up here, then this is our family that's in need today. Amen. And so if you would, if you would, would you please just um, just soak and bathe these people in your prayer right now and, and, and just continue to worship. Man, there's such, I don't know what y'all are feeling in the chairs, but up here there is a, 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 a tidal wave of worship uh, that is breaking over up here. And I, I'm not trying to, y'all know me, I'm not real, you know, unicorns and butterflies, but man, there is a tidal wave of worship, of presence that is up here. And if, if, if you even have a, an inkling that any of these three areas you need uh, in your life, then please, please let us do what the Lord wants to do today. And let us just pour this out over you today in the name of his son. But if you would, let's just worship. Can you just, just whatever's on your heart, just take us there. Amen. song ready not yet but yeah don't stop yet this way um, lay it all down by will reagan if you can get that ready for me so this guy right here i've known for a long time but the guy that he became after matt spoke that word on him i've only known that guy since matt was here <laughs> it's, it's <spiraled> <laughs> yeah it uh, uh 
Robert, I guess it's Tabitha in the back. She, she, uh, she probably back there saying, that's my man. Um, this guy right here, uh, number one, you know, as business owners, him and I talk a lot and, and about stuff. And, and I know that he's, he's very sharp. He's a very sharp guy. Um, and that's something that, that dad instilled in him and put in his DNA. Um, and, but there's this other side of him. He's, a, he's extremely compassionate and, and, and so helpful. And he's amazing at that stuff. But as we're all pushing in in this family towards our kingdom, our identity, we're trying to find who we are and, and then let Holy Spirit fine tune all of that stuff. Uh, there's these amazing things that happen when we find new depths to our own identity as today. I know that many of the people we prayed for, that's what it was all about. And so in the last few weeks, when Matt, when Des were here, Matt called him out on Friday night and prophesied over him and was dropping all kinds of stuff that I knew already some of the detail that Matt doesn't know, right? Um, and so it was so cool. But since that moment, here's what I know and, and I believe with all my heart is that when, when you hear Father about someone else and you speak out, remember we, we read about how Jesus spoke what he heard the Father say and the Pharisees, they did what they saw, right? So our words, we are, if you've been in here any length of time, you understand about the power of our words and the, the power of the spoken word. And so when you speak over someone, it actually creates See, prophesying is either foretelling or forthtelling. And that's a whole nother teaching that we're not going to get into today. But some of what Matt spoke was already instilled in what God was already doing in Ronnie. And the other part of it was something that was created right there that attached on to that super DNA that, that dad already instilled in him before the foundations of the world. And since then, he's had all these amazing opportunities <laughs> To walk in his kingdom identity and uh, so i'm gonna i asked him you know he's usually pretty quiet uh not anymore he walked into the living room the other day and he says all right everybody the party can start i'm here <laughs> but i want him to share he, there was two specific incidents that took place and if you can just take a couple minutes here and just tell us you know how it all went down and what I love is when he's calling me and he's telling me this stuff or we're texting it's all about he he he's tied in what's happening with what what Holy Spirit's doing here <laughs> so tell us all what's going on man so over the course of the last well, it's really been about three weeks you know we're you know we spent all day helping you know it all started back when we were helping Roger and Sarah move into their apartment we spent all day moving you know I have the truck you know the trailer behind the truck and Axton you know he's like can I ride what you did I'm like sure come on you know I didn't have you know the truck was empty at that point so we leave them and you know it's going on midnight so we're you know trucking home and this car just comes flying past us and I'm just like man he that car almost hit us Axton and at that moment, I realized he was, you know, that this vehicle was just trucking along. There's an SUV one lane over, and his car never hesitated, never tried to move, and 
got right up behind it and went under the car. Lifted this SUV up. Somehow that SUV did not lose control, pulled over. I assumed both pulled over, so I was gonna stop as a witness. When I pulled over, I realized the other car wasn't there. So that's when I just floored it, got back on the freeway, and I was on the hunt to go find this person who was running away from their problem. And I ended up catching up to this car. She was on the feeder. Uh, she had exited th uh, 336. And she was limping along in her uh, damaged vehicle. She stopped, got out, looked around. She couldn't hardly stand up. She was so inebriated. So I just, I'm blocking traffic behind her and I'm on the, you know, I called Tabitha, let her know, you know, what I witnessed because she was behind us. And it was at that point, she, this lady realized that I knew what happened. So she got back in her car and took off away from me. So I'm, you know, I call 911 and I continue to follow her with a trailer, you know, pulling behind me. You know, I'm just trucking along as she's trying to, you know, run away from me. So we've, you know, cops finally, you know, get to where we're at and we're able to block her in and the cops are able to intervene and she failed every sobriety test whatsoever. But nobody, everyone in the SUV was fine, no injuries. And, you know, she was taken off the streets without the risk of taking uh, anyone's lives or injuring anyone or causing any more damage. So that was just the beginning. So not many know, last Sunday, just before service, because he was just in a neighborhood road. Someone called in because he was unresponsive. Nobody, you know, they checked him into the hospital as John Doe. They had no idea who he was, but the medics, they only focused on, you know, saving him. And um, so at that point, I knew his, he has no family. He is... to find his vehicle because he didn't know what happened he just knew what they were telling him which was minimal so over the course of a few days of you know calling here calling there I was able to track it down and knowing that I had no ties to him and he had no family when I arrived at the tow lot I had real low expectations that I was going to have any um, success at even, you know, getting any information. So when I went in, 
I'm, you know, they direct me to this lady at the desk, and she was uh, very standoff and snippy, and she, uh, you could just tell she was, you know, kind of aggravated. So I start talking to her, and I'm, you know, explaining the situation, explaining that he's in ICU, and, you know, letting her know, you know, that I'm just here solely to ask for guidance from them on what I can do to help. And, you know, she grabs the file, and she was like, well, unless you're the registered owner on the insurance, there's nothing I can do, and just cut me off. You know, so I, I looked at her and this big old smile on my face was like, okay. So as far as you're guiding me, if I go get insurance right now, we can take the next step. And it was at that point, you could just see the her facial expressions completely change. And it was like a switch just hit. And she knew I was solely there to be a helping hand. And she goes, you know, I got this paper in the file cabinet. We very rarely use these. So I was like, but you can go get this notarized. And then, you know, we can get you back there to see the vehicle and be able to take his stuff. I'm just like, I was like, does he have to sign? I was like, he's in ICU. They're letting absolutely zero people in to the hospital. And she looks at me and she's like, I really hate doing this kind of paperwork because I always mess it up. But I am a I am a notary for $25. I will do this right now. So I'm, you know, I'm thinking to myself, you know, just for a split second, I'm just like, $25, that's, you know, for something I can get free at the bank. But it was at that moment, you know, I'm just like, you know, she's here willing to help me. She's stepping, you know, out of her comfort zone to wrap her arms around me and take care of me in a situation where I'm clueless. So I'm, here's $25. And we sign the paperwork and she walks me back to the vehicle. And I'm able to, you know, the, the vehicle is totaled, but I'm able to get all his belongings out of it. I actually got a message from him uh, eight o'clock this morning. Um, he has been released from the hospital and is at home. So, and that's that's number two. So Thursday, you know, the wife, you know, they're all getting ready for the wedding, so they're up in Madisonville already. I had a doctor's appointment down in the med center. So I'm down there, I get done with that, and I call her to let her know, you know, how the appointment went and everything. And I turn the corner at the stoplight, and a few vehicles in front of me, there's three lanes that merge into two. And the driver of the vehicle in the left lane that was merging floored it and tried to get in front of 18. Well, she lost rope ended up clipping the curb, went airborne, and went into a roll. And so I immediately told a, a tap that I'm like, look, I gotta go, a truck just rolled in front of me. So me and a gentleman in front of me, we stop, get out, run over to the vehicle, 
we're trying to figure out who's all in the vehicle and um, it's an older couple and we're able to get them you know we're able to open the doors a little and then we have to pry the doors open because it lands on its roof so we get them out from their seatbelts, get the doors open and get them out of the car then you know as i'm you know the gentleman was um he had just had a biopsy done on his liver and he was you know really shaken couldn't stand up so you know i walk him away from the car set him down and i'm standing there so that he can lean against my legs and kind of relax and the gentleman that helped me you know we kind of look at each other and he's he's like do i know you tile work but at that moment I realized what he did and that pinpointed to me who he was and a really close friend of ours uh, it's, it was his dad so and as the you know he was the only other person that stopped to help this couple everyone else that stopped kind of stopped stood back took pictures and then left so the you know the two of us was placed there to make sure this couple was placed over into caring hands and taking care. So it's been quite the eventful couple weeks here. So, but there's no end to it. I'll do it again tomorrow if, if need be. So. You know, the the you might. Some people might even watch this and if this is on the YouTube and say, it's just a guy that helps some people. It's just a guy that did something for his employee. But the difference is that uh, he left out some things that were like this lady had just had the exact same situation that she dealt with two guys and they were complete jerks to her and she shut them down. Wouldn't even, even mention about a possibility of helping. He walks in, the atmosphere changes, the lady's attitude changes because of his response is a kingdom response and it switches and it changes and everything shifted because of kingdom attitude and kingdom uh, uh, vocabulary and just being the light did he get up there and say shondai no he didn't have to he just walked up and it works because kingdom the same thing uh, with uh, well that was with the other guy uh, the other day some of y'all might know uh, if, if you don't know, a lot of y'all are just crazy. Y'all just hang around here till like 2 o'clock in the afternoon sometimes, and that's okay. But the other day, thank God that we did because one of the pipes busted in the sink upstairs and water. It was, uh, let it rain. It was just raining in this place, man. Open the floodgates of the second floor, and it flooded. And it was flooded all in the bathroom. And John and Ronnie and a couple other guys, man, uh, Mary got up, Larry was around there and just mopping in towels and we were all going after it. And, and Ronnie just got, he just like pushes everybody out of the way and starts doing everything. And not that he wouldn't have done that before, but he just goes beyond what we've ever seen before. Does that make sense? And the whole point is that you are the kingdom. You're meant to release the kingdom everywhere you go and step and breathe and move, right? In him we have, in him we live and move and have our being. So everything about you is supposed to exude 
the kingdom. Remember a few weeks ago, we talked about the light and where he says it, that word uh, uh, that you would shine, right? That word means shedding, like it sheds off of you. And that's why you can walk into a place as your kingdom-minded, kingdom identity, and you know who you are, and you step in, and you shift the atmosphere. You shift another person's atmosphere. This lady could have been two snaps up in Z formation. No way. She had just done that with the people before him. I had seen them. I had seen the guys walk out. I completely forgot that, you know, snip of it, but... As I'm walking in, I seen the two guys walk out and they just had this, you know, kind of, they were talking amongst each other, heads down, just streamlined straight to their car. But, you know, I didn't think nothing of it. Um, so when I was talking to her, it was once we stepped out of the front door when she was away from all of her employees or coworkers is when she opened up to me and was thankful to me that I came in in the manner that I came in that's why she extended her hand to me to, to help me because, you know, I came in and changed her day and, you know, was able to give her that opportunity to have that, that light shown upon her where she was just, you know, smothered in darkness just moments before. And that was, you know, I acted without even the knowledge of what had happened. So, you know, and I completely, I couldn't tell you how many times, you know, I showed praise to her and thanked her and, you know, told her that I would be forever grateful and what she had done for me because she, she could have told me exactly what she told them gentlemen before me. And I would have said thank you and walked out. I wouldn't have, you know, did what they did, but, you know, I'm just forever thankful that she seen that I was there solely to be a helping hand and she acted upon that she she you know she gathered those feelings from me and acted upon that so it just shows you that what you how you act upon others reflects on how they respond to you so that's you know just a huge thing and that's what we tried to bestow on our kids is you know how you treat others you know, make sure it's how you're wanting to them to treat you in return. And you'll be in, you know, forever grateful on what life gives you as long as you live by that. Amen. That's kingdom, amen. Let's give the Lord a hand clap. Thank you, Bonnie. Thank you so much, man. Yeah. So what happens when light comes in? What happens to darkness? It has to go. She was having some darkness and that light walked in and smacked her upside the head. So, anyway, um, I'm going to leave you one scripture and then we're going to... Got to make it official, right? Yeah, scripture. It's so cool that... Um, see, what, what Ronnie's doing is he's walking in purpose. Remember we talked about he's got a purpose, but there's purpose all around? He found purpose that day walking in. He's trying to handle the purpose of fixing the issue with his employee, but he found another purpose there, and that was to infect that lady with light. Make sense? He 
goes in, he's able to do that and fulfill that because of the light that he carries, the kingdom thinking, and darkness gets out of the way. So um, I wanted I wanted to leave you with this today, and um, man, this is so it's such a powerful scripture in the book of Joshua when they're about to uh, and they're about to start taking over the land. See. I believe that our time is now to press in. I had a whole lot of other stuff that I was going to go down, but this has just been jumping out uh, yesterday a whole lot. Um, and I'll just leave you with this. Um, this is after Moses just died. It's in the first chapter of uh, the book of Joshua. Um, God is talking to Joshua and he says, Moses, my servant is dead. And now therefore arise and go over the Jordan you and all this people to the land which I am giving to them, the children of Israel. Every place that the sole of your foot will tread upon, I have given you, as I said to Moses. You own where you step. Got one hand raised out of that. Sorry. You own where you step because you are the light of the Father. Amen? That's who you are, church. He goes on talks about the rivers and then verse 5 no man shall be able to stand before you all the days of your life as I was with Moses I will be with you I will not leave you nor forsake you you know why I wonder John why why did he have to remind us of that and I realized he had to remind us because there's going to be moments where we we tend to think where is he oh he's not with me no 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 right honey never leave you nor forsake you everywhere you step is yours verse 6 be strong and courageous for, this, uh, for to this people you shall divide his inheritance, the land which I swore to your fathers to give to them. Verse 7, only be strong and courageous. Amen. Verse 9, I have commanded you, be strong and of good courage. Do not be afraid nor dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Listen, church, stand with me if you would. And I know her hands are about to fall apart, so... If you guys can go ahead and play that very low for me, we'll bring it up in a minute. Thank you so much. Um, and y'all two don't run out of here because I got, I got something for y'all. Um, be strong and of good courage because everywhere you step, you own because you are the kingdom son and daughter. You are the king and the queen of heaven. Your inheritance is actually ownership. Does that make sense? Your inheritance is where you step because the sole of your foot, wherever you place it is yours. When you walk in kingdom, you walk in the identity of the son or uh, daughter, you walk in your inheritance, you own where you go. Does that make sense? So, I don't, I don't have to go into big old, you know, hermeneutics and homiletics to explain that. It's just real simple. It's where you step is yours. So let's step and carry out the kingdom and do what Ronnie did. There's so many others, man. I mean, look, you people are blowing our minds. I'm serious. Like, you are blowing our mind for Raquel and I. Um, it, we've been talking about it for a few weeks now. And, you know, I was talking to John about this. Uh, and, and many of you don't, don't know how 
what the church has come through and the, the ugliness that we went through. And I know we're recording and I, you know, hey, I'm going to be authentic. I, I, I just don't, I don't care. Um, there was a lot of bad stuff that was going on here that we just, we, we just stuck in religion and there was some very bad spiritual influence going on and we just were blinded and that's been part of the five, six year transition uh, from the river to where we are now at CORE and it's been amazing and there is something so unique that is happening right here. It's so unique and I'm so excited to see where you guys take all of us because this next year, this is the jumping off platform. We are crossing the Jordan. We're crossing our Jordan. We don't know exactly what it looks like yet, but we're crossing over. And what is so cool is that the Israelites didn't know either. They sent spies out there. They had little glimpses. Same with us. Core Church is crossing the Jordan. And we're going to take the fruit of the land because we're going to take the land. So let's push back. Let's let the light go and run and do what it's supposed to do. Amen. And I see Raquel's calling me at something. You got to step up here. Yeah. Yeah. We've been waiting. How many of y'all been waiting? I'm going to be authentic and get in trouble, but that's okay. There she is. put some thoughts in my head that are running around, and I hope I can explain this the right way. Um, you know, a while back, you know that in your home as parents, you set the tone for your family, you set the tone for your kids of how things are done. Well, even in the church, as leaders, we set the tone, right? What's happening in our lives is happening in the church, and it's something I've been trying to put together, and Chris said, it's time to take the land. Well, some of you know... <laughs> Some of you know that um, we're looking, we just moved into an apartment and we just got our gas turned on. It was a big issue about it. Anyway, when the gas got turned on, it was, it's crazy, but it just felt like it solidified. Okay, we're in the apartment now. Well, right after that, that was on a Friday. Saturday, we got work. We basically have a, a property now that we're about to take. That we're about to take the land on. And it's no coincidence what happened with Anki. It's no coincidence, girls. It's no coincidence where we're going, the land that we're about to take. It's everything that he's saying is what we're stepping into. I was sitting here and I told Chris, okay, we've got the land. Now, what does this mean in the church? It means we're taking the land. It means we're going to believe the power that we walk in, right? Right? We are. We're going to believe. We're going to be free from the thoughts that are in our mind, right? We are. We're going to be free. We're going to walk out who we are, right? We are. Because we're not what the world says we are. We're not what the world said. We are what God says, and we're going to take the land. That's where we're at. Ah, it was like, like oh. Yes, so let's take the land, guys. Let's lock arms. Let's believe in each other. Let's speak into each other's lives. Let's be that shoulder to lean on, to cry on. Let's be that for each other. And let's take the land. Let's change the world like we said we were. Let's do it. This little rinky-dink church, let's do it. Let's do it. 
Rinky Dink is an inside joke. Yeah. Come on, let's give the Lord a hand clap, amen. Man, I did not even, I didn't even think of that. Last night I was reading Joshua and, and I just said all that and I didn't even put it together. I'm, praise, praise God, man. That's so cool. Yeah, we got our lot. We signed the contract this morning. <laughs> yeah, I didn't even think about it. Man, that's so cool. God is so good, amen. He's so good. And you people are crazy. I love it, man. You know, man, Raquel and I really are thankful for all of you from the bottom of our heart. We really mean that. Uh, we are excited about what's going to happen. I have a couple of ideas and plans about how to, how to attack Conroe in a good way uh, and some things we're going to start to work on. I'm going to give you more detail on that later. But, uh, man, let me let you get out of here. It's 1230. You can hang out if you want. I do. Ryan, Adrian, I need you all up here real quick. But, um, Man, uh, just continue to press on, continue to push in and share the light, bring the kingdom. And we didn't get to preach really today. That's okay. It's all good. We got to have an experience encounter with the Father. Amen. Yeah, yeah, we did. Yeah, we did. Party next weekend and angel trees. Yeah, see Marilyn about it. Ask her on the party stuff. Seven o'clock, six on Sunday. Yeah. That's the party. Angel Tree is. All right, cool. Alrighty, we we'll see Maryland. Yeah. All right. There's so much other stuff going on. I didn't even get to talk about all of the stuff. Listen, don't forget, uh, Sarah and Roger are out on their honeymoon. Okay. So. Um, Ties and offerings, you know, you know already. If you need help with, with uh, the app or anything, you can come see me afterwards. Uh, but look, we love you all. God bless you. Father, in the name of Jesus, man, just, just help us to see deeper, to have clearer vision, and to step in where we don't see so we can flourish into what you do see, Father. We thank you, God, for what you're about to do and release over us. And as we take the land, let us step and step and own every bit of it that we take in the mighty name of Jesus. We love you. Amen and amen. God bless you, everybody. Be safe.